This Tailgate Society podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Deadeye Premium Barbecue Products. Born in Iowa and made in the heartland, Deadeye is your go-to source for everything barbecue. Sauces, seasonings, you name it. They've made a science out of great grilling flavor. It's more than a sauce. Whether you're cooking sliders, dogs, steak, or chicken, Deadeye has the explosive flavor needed to make every dish delicious. Try a splash of their sweet and smoky original recipe or turn up the heat with their Magnum Edition barbecue sauce. Both flavors are available in seasonings as well as sauces. So pick your favorite and prepare your taste buds for an unforgettable eating experience. Deadeye Premium Barbecue products are available at Fairway, Hy-Vee, Amazon, or at DeadeyeBBQ.com. And we're back with Sports and Corks. I'm Emily Cornell. I'm Emily Jarenka. And we're going to, again, jump into college football, as we usually do, talking about the last weekend of college football that was just, like we said last week, a really good weekend of games. Um, and it didn't disappoint. It did not disappoint. It did not. Um, Penn State versus Maryland. Good Lord. Um, not worth watching in the end nope. <laughs> <laughs> at all, but that's okay. Um, yeah, tough day to be a turp fan for real good thing they have little turtles as their mascot because at least they got something cute going for them (laughs) that's true and you know maryland it's not like they're a powerhouse for football so like lower your expectations for them i guess um yeah i mean you know they've had they had a good run football like i don't remember how long ago it was but there was a there was a time period somewhat recently where they were you know really good doing yeah. well on their rankings whatever but yeah i mean overall it's not their forte football so um and then arizona upset cal which again like we discussed before we're both here for the chaos so Always. that was a win in my book yes um, good pack 12 game yeah i mean it wasn't like a crazy exciting game i don't really remember there being any like wild plays but you know overall a good game close game um, so that was fun to watch. Clemson. Oof. What are your thoughts on that game? So I thought Clemson was going to blow out UNC. So I was like, you know what I'll do? I'll watch this Baylor Iowa State game because like, that'll be a close game. Iowa State and Baylor are both pretty solid programs. Um, it appears I made a mistake when I picked games, but I, you know, I've seen highlights of the UNC Clemson game and I was shook when I kept checking the score for that game. And I was like, UNC is winning. What, what is happening? Um, (laughs) but I know you watched it. So like, tell me about the chaos. Yeah. So I watched, um, the second half. Yeah. Most of the second half. Um, and it was just like what is happening like UNC was playing unlike you would have ever expected Clemson was also playing in their own way unlike anything you would have ever expected (laughs) um and then just the ending of that game had so much promise and was so disappointing um we did a poll on the sports corks twitter account at sports corks go follow it um where we asked fans if um, UNC should have gone for two there at the end, or if they should have just kicked the PAT and, you know, most likely let it go to overtime. Um, 
you and I were on the same page and we did not agree with going for two in that situation, which um, basically 80% of the people who voted thought that they made the yes. right choice. So and like <laughs> what they said was like, although it's a bad call, either run up the middle or fake and roll. Um, but you go for two and then, so uh the walk on red shirt podcast was like easily underdogs in a rebuild you take your shot there rather than have to stop clemson in overtime and also have to score again but i think like if you were winning for the like game you could probably win in overtime <laughs> yeah i mean the and they said that on the broadcast too that was their main point was you know you're in a rebuild you have nothing to lose just go for it um yeah but I think that in that situation, the odds of getting the two-point conversion are far too low to make that risk. Um, you know, UNC had the momentum in that game, basically the yes. whole game. So yes. given, you know, who they were matched up against. So we know, all know how momentum works. I was just like, why don't you just send it to overtime um, and ride that momentum that you have? And... I just viewed as throwing in the towel early and it was just kind of a cop out. I felt like, and I know that a lot of people would disagree with that, but um, I don't know. It's like, yeah, you have nothing to lose. So why don't like, why don't you give yourself, I, I think they would have had a better chance of winning that game. Had it not just come down to that one play. Yeah. Had it gone to overtime, you know, they would have had a whole series. Like I just, I think that your odds are better in that scenario of winning but it is what it is i suppose yeah yeah that's i mean that'll be one that like people will probably keep talking about just because it what like no one expected unc to come in and even like control that game a little bit and then i think it it shook clemson a little bit so it unc is probably a team to watch for the rest of this season um And I think Clemson's just going to like double down this last, you know, bit of the season too. Yeah. I mean, Clemson, it seems like they, you know, they have a close game where they're tested Um, about every year. Last year was against A&M, I think. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So one of these times the odds are not going to go in their favor and they're going to (laughs) lose that game. Yes. Yes. Um, Yeah. uh, Switching gears to the Pac-12 for a minute. Um, I had so much hope for that Utah-Washington State game, and it was just not very fun to watch. I think Mike Leach also had different hopes for that game. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch I, his presser. I think so, too. It's, I don't know. Like, Utah's good, but I don't think they're as good as that score would lead you to believe. Um, in that game against Washington State because Washington State that's a good program um and so like whatever happened they can't let that happen again no Um, I think Washington State is a lot better as a team than the past two weeks have made it seem they just are not they're not closers this year um maybe it's like a lack of strong leadership like on the team um or maybe it's just like the chemistry's not there where they're all like, we have this thing we're rallying together for. I don't know. Like, cause it's kind of appalling that Washington state's kind of uh, 
crapping the bed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you think about what they went from last year with the leadership of Gardner Minshew and um, – just it seemed like the great chemistry that he had with Mike Leach. That sounds weird now that I'm saying that, but um, I I could see like why you know, yeah. If things were kind of had kind of like gone downhill in the locker room since last season, you know, it, that's a hard hard duo to kind of replace. You know, other yeah, people have I, to step up as leaders, and it's probably not exactly where it was last year at this point. Yeah, no. And like last year, you know, they went 11 and 2. They went on to win the Alamo Bowl against a pretty good Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Um and so it's it must be something happening there like with the team because they still they brought back a lot of the same players. They still have Mike Leach, so like what is it? So I think it's just that like that extra step um that drives them. Yeah. Um, so did you watch the A&M Arkansas game? Yeah, I did. And see, I, I don't know if I made like the best choices when it came to watching football. She's like, <laughs> oh, this, is, this seems like it's going to be a good game. Um, that was like my thought process for every game that wasn't the Wyoming game. Um, I'm not going to go super in depth with the Wyoming game, but they won. And it's a wonderful feeling to have a team that just like lit it up in War Memorial Stadium. Back to A&M um, playing Arkansas. Um, I think they played in Jerry World. So it was a neutral site for the most part. Um, I I was pulling for Arkansas for a little bit there because I was like, you know, A&M's ranked. They have no business being ranked the way they're playing in this game right now. And Fact. Arkansas's working them. and. And I just, like, I don't know. A&M is, like, an okay program in the SEC. And they're an okay program in general. But, like, I maybe it's because I think they should not have been ranked. So I'm just like, uh, I want I want a team to show that you have no business being ranked right now, A&M. Like, you just don't have it this season. Um, and, and I think Arkansas <laughs> kind of did that. And it's unfortunate that they could not um, – push through and win that one yeah just wasn't in the cards for them I guess it it wasn't just like it wasn't in the cards for Virginia to beat Notre Dame um (laughs) yeah Notre Dame is I feel like they're still kind of flying under the radar honestly um yes I don't feel like people are really talking about them that much no in terms of the national conversation yeah and I mean that game was like just on paper you know a really good matchup yes uh (laughs) two ranked teams and like really should have been a great game that everyone should have been talking about on Saturday. And I feel like unless you were a Virginia or Notre Dame fan, you weren't paying attention. Yeah. I guess I feel like there are a lot of Notre Dame fans out there just across the country. Mm -hmm. Um, It's an easy team for people to just kind of claim like, Oh, that's my team. You know, I started watching them at this X year, you know, whatever. Um, kind of like the Packers I feel like are similar in that way for the NFL yeah um but Virginia I don't feel like there's that many Virginia fans that aren't on the east coast I know some at my church okay um fun fact you remember when the like Virginia lost and there's that guy who was like leaning over a wall he's a mm, meme yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> the sad Virginia fan so he goes to my church oh my gosh that's amazing <laughs> and um are you friends yeah oh my gosh yeah we're in the same community group and his wife was like oh yeah someone interviewed him this week um before the game and 
he sent like the article to his family and like her family and i was like oh my gosh can i talk about this <laughs> and she's like oh yeah he he doesn't mind um and they're like the sweetest couple like they are so nice but um I didn't realize, like, none of us at the church even knew that he was the sad Virginia fan. And then our pastor put it on, like, social media. And they're like, we have a, like, um, a celebrity among us. <laughs> and everyone's like, wait, what? And he's like, oh, yeah, we have the sad Virginia fan. Um, and so, like, anyone who, like, followed sports, they were like, that's you. And he's like, that's me. Oh. He like got interviews when that had happened a couple of years ago, and then yeah, he had another interview this week. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. It, Some, one day I hope to be made into a meme for something funny. <laughs> I mean, that's peak. I feel like, like 2019. I feel like what would happen to me is I would be like in a tunnel for work or something at a game, and I would just get like decked by a player or something because I wasn't paying attention. Or get hit with the, in the face with a basketball. Like, those are the kind of things that would happen to me. I feel like if you got decked by a player, it would be, like, less memeable and more like, oh, my God, let's get this woman to the hospital. Yeah, my insurance needs to be better for that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so let's hope that doesn't happen. Um, but, yeah, I always feel for those people with, you know, those videos of, like, players bowling over a cheerleader or a photographer or something. Yes. Like, I hope you're okay. Um, both parties are. Every sports season, though, since I was an intern beginning in 2012, so going on seven years now, every year I've gotten hit by a ball during the season at some point in the face. So. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. Maybe this is the year the streak stops. Perhaps. That'd be great. We'll see. Only time will tell. Um, did you watch the Ohio State-Nebraska game? Not a single Girl. second. I was like, this is not worth my time. I said that, and I still put it on. <laughs> I, had, <laughs> I had the Ohio State game on, and I had the Wyoming game on. And more of my attention was on the Wyoming game because, like, I want to see my team win. But, like, I yeah. was like, oh, like, game day picked this game for a reason no they didn't that was the weakest <laughs> choice i was like why did they pick this Ohio? they could have picked they should have done the virginia notre dame game like i don't care that they were just doing the notre dame georgia game because honestly like there were so many better like options and they picked ohio state at nebraska where nebraska is not good Scott Frost is in the middle of rebuilding the program. It is trash. At least they had a really good, like, celebrity guest. Like, we're all here for Gabrielle Union, but, like, why on earth did we make a big deal about the Ohio State-Nebraska game? It was trash. <laughs> Such a missed opportunity. Like, just throw... They just threw away college game day they that did. way. Like, yeah. Ohio State's good, and we know Ohio State's good. We don't need to, like, have it extra hyped. Wait until it's, like, a bigger Ohio State game. Perhaps the Ohio State-Michigan game, otherwise known as the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking there. Um, shout out to Boise State, though. Yes! They are undefeated, and they are now ranked 16th, which is quite exciting. Yes, it is. Um, this coming weekend, they're playing UNLV, and they're one and three, so... UNLV just got um, wrecked by Wyoming, so yeah. Boise State might shut them out. They're favored by 23 and a half points, 
um, currently, and it's at UNLV. Um, and that game is at 8.30 on CBS Sports Network, which, I mean, sometimes, you know, they'll put, like, a ranked team on that's playing a crappy team. Um, well, but usually that's, like, an SEC team that's ranked mm-hmm. when they do that. So I was kind of surprised um, by that. Just glad someone's uh-huh. representing the Mountain West and doing it yeah, well. Like it's great. We're here for yep. Boise State, thriving. Yeah, hopefully they. Uh, I, I mean, I think they're having a good season, having a good season so far, and I would love to see them kind of get back to the place that they were um, back when I was in high school, um, and they were really getting a lot of attention in the national media and a lot of respect. Um, back in the BCS days. <laughs> yes. So we'll see what happens there, but I'm excited to see how their season continues. It should be it should be very fun. So what's your game of the week this coming week? Um, my game of the week is Auburn in Florida. I'm very excited to watch that game. Um Iowa Michigan is another one that I was like, eh, it could be good, but I just I'm not interested in watching Michigan this year, honestly. That's fair. <laughs> um, they're just I don't find them fun to watch. So um, yeah, Auburn's ranked seventh, Florida's tenth. They're both undefeated, so someone's gonna get that first L. Um, I also hate that I just said L. It's <laughs> uh, at Florida. And Auburn's favored by three points. So um, that's Saturday at one thirty on CBS. So that game I'm very excited to watch. Um, what about you? Um, I'm kind of excited to watch Pac- a Pac-12 game. Um, so the okay. Cal at Oregon. Um, I think something wild will happen. But Oregon will ultimately win. Like I think it'll be a fun game. Um, but I 100% think that Oregon's going to just like win that game pretty easily i think that's a good prediction i i i could see it being you know a weird game in some way yeah um but yeah i agree oregon's gonna win that one it just i i think that they they're coming off of a bye and um like cal's four and one oregon's three and one but i oregon is like super favored to win (laughs) so yeah I'm looking forward to that. Super favorite. Yes. <laughs> um, so going, switching gears to hot takes of the week. Um, our mutual hot take of the week is that um, UNC should have just kicked the PAT and um, let that game ride to overtime. Yes. Um, clearly we were on an island about that yes. based on that poll. And there were like 40 or 40 some votes. So it's a pretty good sample size, I would say. <laughs> Um, I, I think so. The poll was: um, Should UNC have gone for two in that situation? Something, some variation of that. And the options were absolutely not, no, yes, and then like duh or something or of course. And I think that we are the only two people who voted for absolutely not. <laughs> yes. That's, well, and then like I have a friend who she's a Georgia fan, but we talked about this game Sunday morning. I was like. Me and my friend are like, UNC should have just like pushed into overtime. She's like, agreed. She was the only other person in life I've encountered who's agreed. <laughs> Same. Well, I didn't I didn't even have one, so yeah. But um that's 
I I would agree that's definitely a hot take if we are for sure in the minority for that. Yeah. So what's your personal hot take of the week? Um, so I was thinking about the NFL and the Green Bay Packers, and they lost on Thursday night to the Eagles. But in my head, the Green Bay Packers will forever be America's team. Even though the Dallas Cowboys are branded America's team. And in fact, they are the most watched team in the NFL. Um, yeah, Raul will probably have plenty of uh, thoughts to reply about that. We were discussing, I went to dinner with him and Amna this weekend, and uh, we were discussing America's team. So, <laughs> Yes, and I, and I said this Sunday morning to a group of folks, I was like, oh, the Green Bay Packers, they are America's team. And I didn't realize like how wild it sounded when i said this because i'm like everyone likes the green bay packers they're so likable um and then someone was like you know maybe i'll just say that about the cults and i'm like what no one would ever no, say that not the same the cults. <laughs> like, in what, not the same no, in what world would the cults be america's team and then someone else was like well like you could say that about the patriots i'm like no because nobody likes the patriots they were terrible in the 90s and then they were good because bill belichick is a good coach and probably cheats and then yeah. they like started winning a lot and all of a sudden you have these people all over the country who are like i've been a patriots fan my whole life like do you know how bad they were like i don't think you've been a patriots fan your whole life <laughs> like my family lives in rochester and they're just like nobody liked the patriots until they got tom brady until tom brady yeah well i'm gonna make the argument for you that the Packers definitely have a good chance of being considered America's team because when it comes down to what is the essence of America, the team is owned by like normal people. Exactly. It's that's what's more American than that. Than people having small, like tons of people having small stakes in the team. Like. Exactly. That's all I have to say. We're dropping the mic. The Green Bay Packers are America's team. What's your hot take, Emily? Um, my hot take of the week is that Luke Bryan's best song ever is a new song that he came out with recently called Knockin' Boots. <laughs> <laughs> have you listened to it? Um, I didn't know that Luke Bryan released new music because I don't follow country musicians that aren't Casey Musgraves. Oh my god, it's so good. It's so happy. Oh, I bet it is. Can you hear it? Okay, well, you must do it. But it, gets, it gets faster, but it's just, like, so happy. It would be an adorable dance. Like, I don't know, say you were at a wedding or something, and there was, like, someone that you were like, oh, th this person's a cutie, and you wanted to dance with them. It would be a really cute song to just, like, kind of swing around to on the dance floor. Can you two-step to it? Um, yeah, you could, okay. actually, because I, I found myself while I was listening to it and cleaning in my apartment doing some line dance moves to it. <laughs> and then I realized my blinds were open. And I was like, hopefully no, hopefully no one's watching this. Um, so that is my hot take of the week. Um, get out of here with Country Girl Shake It For Me. Yes, that's not this is This is his best song ever. That's my hot take. Go listen to it. It'll make you feel really happy. It's just really upbeat and fun. 
and cheesy country music, which is always great. So, which is like a lot of country music. Yes, it is perfect. Well, <laughs> we're gonna we have another guest this week, so we're gonna jump to that discussion with our one of our favorite interns, Adam, um, and yeah. we'll be back with some wine selections after that. And we're here with one of our former slash current, I guess, interns, Adam. Um, He's a student at CU right now. And when Emily and I worked at CU briefly, um, he was one of our best interns there. And then I convinced him to come and be a CR intern for the Nuggets and Avs. So he's still stuck with me. (laughs) It's always a pleasure. So um, you went to the Broncos-Jaguars game this past weekend. How was that? Correct. Uh, you know, it was a, <laughs> it, was a it was a Broncos game. Um, we got to see Gardner Minshew live, and geez, that's just an honor. Um, <laughs> facts. Big facts. He, I just saw something on Barstool about how Peyton Manning met him, and it was such an honor for Peyton Manning because Gardner Minshew's bigger than life. It's a fact also. Um, it is a bad, it is a bad fact. And he, you know, at the end of the game, led them down the field. And I knew when the Broncos scored with a minute 23 left, that was way too much time because we were also at the Bears game two weeks ago. And it was the same exact result walking out of that field, very depressed. Um, but yeah, typical Broncos season. Don't know if we're going to win a game this year. Oh, they will. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't checked the schedule in too much detail, so that might be just a that might be not correct. But I feel like they'll probably win a game. Oh uh, yeah, I'd like to, hopefully we play the Dolphins. There you go. Um. So, were the only two games you've been to this season the Bears and the Jaguars games, or were, have there been others? No, those are the two home games. Oof. Yep. That's, yeah, that's that's tough. Yeah, it's been two uh, not fun Sundays in Denver. Are you going to any more games this season? Uh, we'll be at every single home game. Oh, okay. Absolutely, yeah. All right. So I, I'll, I'll be waiting for my Sunday disappointment around 5 or 5.30 p.m. <laughs> it's a new new definition of the Sunday scaries. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the Sunday scaries for sure. <laughs> the Broncos might win against the Titans, the Browns, um... Yeah, that's that's what I'm seeing where the Broncos might win. <laughs> I mean, the Colts are kind of meh. With the yeah, yeah. I can you see know, that. there's I'll, a chance there. I'll take it the, is an away game. But... I'll take the Browns. I think the Browns and I could, could win that game. It's the best. Yeah, I think they'll humble. They'll humble yeah. um, Baker. He need in Denver. He needs some humbling. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be great. <laughs> Emily's out here on an island liking uh, Baker Mayfield. Okay, so fortunately, I think Gardner Minshew has replaced Baker Mayfield. That's so So, like, I love Gardner way more than Baker because I'm like, oh, you're a good person. (laughs) And Baker, I'm like, "Ah, I mean, you're probably not a bad person, but like, I wouldn't want to like get in a fight with you. I feel like you cut me. Well, so at the Broncos game, there's a bunch of bunch of Jags fans wearing jorts and had their mustaches on. So I, <laughs> I, I appreciated that and their, uh, their crowd. Um, there was like a good number of 
fans that were Broncos fans that were dressed up and like supporting the Jags because of Andrew Winger, who is from the great state of Colorado. And um, I like, it was a huge group. I was really surprised that they like weren't supporting the Broncos, but they were like, yep, we're here for Dewey. Dewey. (laughs) Did you guys see the, uh, the thing that they put out on Sunday? It was one of the, one of the NFL like morning shows. Um, where the Uncle Rico actor did a video with Gardner Minshew. That was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Everything I've ever wanted. (laughs) I loved the van, especially when the van was getting towed. (laughs) It was quality content. Yeah, it was. I'm sure there'll be more. Um, So how do you feel about CU coming into this kind of tough matchup against Arizona you know they're on a I don't know how many game win streak now yeah I'm so I mean Arizona yeah Arizona's coming in hot um the the thing we got going for us this weekend is Khalil Tate and the running back uh JJ Taylor are still questionable because neither of them played last Mm -hmm. weekend um so if Khalil Tate would not run for 328 yards again against us (laughs) <laughs> like he did two years ago, that would play in our favor. That would be great. <laughs> yeah, and if, if the Buffs can stay healthy too, I like our chances. Okay. Will you be uh, working that game? I will be at Folsom Field all day, per usual. All day. <laughs> the life. It's not a not too early of a start for you, though. Hopefully. No, a, a two thirty game in October is perfect in Boulder. All the the students will have fun. True. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Great weather. Yep. Still have time to go out at night after the game's over. Absolutely. It's really a full full day. So hopefully we can come away with a win and run off the momentum of last or two weekends ago and then after the bye week come out come out strong and go into the, the heart of Pac twelve play with a few wins. Yeah. How are you feeling about the game against Oregon, like in Eugene. Yeah, yeah, I don't that's why we really need to win this weekend. Because we can't go into Autzen on a Friday night without playing a hundred and ten percent. So we'll see. We'll I just see. I just looked up the ESPN matchup predictor for that game. <laughs> it's pretty tough. <laughs> well, but like it's a night game and Pac twelve after dark is wild. Oh, yeah. I mean, so like gets, that it, plays in Colorado's favor. Yeah. The odds weird. are the odds themselves are not in their favor, but really anything can happen. You never, you just never know. For sure, tickets are also as low as twenty three dollars, which is what? Yep, that's so cheap. It's like the Oregon ticket office is like, oh yeah, we got this. Our students might show up, so like, let's not even charge that much for the general public. Yeah. I mean, that's according to Vivid Seats, which is a resale site, I believe. Yikes! So. <laughs> That's also interesting. Yeah, it looks like they have a lot of tickets to sell. Sounds, Oof. Sounds cold. <laughs> Sounds cold up there. Yeah. I almost I almost guarantee it's gonna be raining oh, for that sure. game. It's Oregon. Most definitely. So let's see what let's see what the temps are like up in Eugene these days. Well Yeah, not great, not terrible. Um <laughs> highs of low sixties to mid 60s basically and lots of rain so yeah that's not going to be a warm game by any means but then they won't have a warm game the following weekend when they play at washington state 
Mm. Oh, that's yeah. Pullman's gross. So, so my parents live like an hour and a half from Spokane and, um, it snowed in Spokane this past weekend. And so I'm assuming that means it snowed more in Pullman. Um, Mm. and there's been a big storm in the Northwest, like, um, not too, not too far from Pullman, maybe a few hours this past weekend, um, where there was like over a foot of snow. So (laughs) could be interesting. Gross. Yeah. Uh, I like Mike Leach. Do we like Mike Leach? Mike Leach. Yeah. He's an idol. I him and Gardner were, uh, that was a good, good tandem. Yeah, I don't, I wish we could, I don't think, I wish we had someone like that in Boulder. I don't know that there will ever be a better duo in college football. (laughs) No, No. I I think that was it. I think that was it. It's a shame it was only one season, but it was one really good season. It was, it was 12 weeks of incredible content. (laughs) What a ride. (laughs) But now Washington state now has Anthony Gordon up there and, Kid threw for nine touchdowns against UCLA in that old doozy two weeks ago. <laughs> and still lost. Yeah. They cooked it for sure. Two weekends in a row. Just bad time for them. Bad football. Yeah. So ho- hopefully the Buffs can put, use that in their favor and hopefully the Buffs can make a bowl game here instead of <laughs> losing seven in a row like last year. And we, we need to get back to the promised land. And I, I think this is the year. So what's your prediction for their record when they finish the season before, you know, not counting any bowl game? I think we finished seven and five. Okay. I think we have, I mean, we're three and one right now and Washington, the last two games of the season are going to be real tough. Washington coming to Boulder. They'll probably get, they're obviously going to get hot because they always do. And then at Utah to end the season, and Utah's just been playing good football. Plus, it'll probably so be I think we need to freezing and snowing. It'll be yeah, just dis- <laughs> at that time we go there. Um, so we need that's why we need to win these next few games here and get to six wins early because we can't be can't be trying to get that six win in the last two weeks. I think seems like good good analysis. Um. Who do you think will win the Pac-12, and who do you think will finish last in the conference? Uh, I think Washington will win the Pac-12 again. I think they nice. always turn it up. They've, I mean, lost a – what are they? They've 3-1 right now? They, yeah. Yeah. I think so. so. I, yeah. Yeah, 4-1. Four four they lost one. a cow. That's right. Um, yeah, but I think that <sighs> yeah. Washington always turns it up and will win the Pac-12. I think uh, – I mean, the Buffs do have a good shot at the South – which is if we can somehow get hot and then that November 30th game, like I was talking about against at Utah to a, for the South title would be sweet again. Cause that's what happened when we won the South. What was that three years ago now? Um, that was, that was game mm-hmm. against Utah at the end of the season at Folsom to win the South. So that'd be cool to go down there for that. But yeah, I mean, even if they, obviously you want them to win, but even if they made it, that yeah, far and, and then the, lost and then like it would still again. be what better than what's been yeah, happening recently absolutely. and then yeah. last place that's a tough question let's see i mean <laughs> oregon state's always tough they're i've they're a tough football team to watch even yeah. though when they beat us last year we don't want to talk about that but i no that was the i kind of hope I ucla finishes dead last in the pac-12 this year 
And I hope their only win was that one against Washington State. That would be sweet. If they went 1-11 and and won fine. one game, yeah. I would be totally fine with that. I don't – Chip Kelly, it's not really working down there. there. <laughs> no. I feel like Chip Kelly, I you know, leaving Oregon, I get, like, why he did it. But he, he cannibalized he, – I don't – Yeah, he cannibalized his career, I think. Yeah, I don't think he's ever going to get back to that point. No. So that – And it makes you wonder also, is he that good of a coach then? True. True. Or was it just Oregon football for him? Yeah. Well, and I think the – I'm trying to remember. The offensive coordinator, I think. I I wonder now if, like, he was the one who was really kind of more, like, to be credited for their success. I don't know. Yeah, so we'll see. The Pac-12 is up for grabs as it's been in the past, which is, is not a good thing because the Pac-12 is pretty down. But I think there is room for the Buffs to do something in these this last two-thirds of the season. Do you have any um, teams that you like other than CU? Um, Just in general? Football, I mean, I'm a diehard Buffs fan. But... Uh, I don't know. I like I like Trevor Lawrence at Clemson. I just think he's a stoic man. Stoic man. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's hard to dislike Dabo. Also, yeah, true. They're they're kind of a nice little combo, kind of like a Gardner Leach combo, but they win a lot too. So, yeah, um, they're just not quite as off the rails. Yeah, true. They're not quirky at all. Quirky is a good word. That's <laughs> a good word to describe it. No, but I think I think teams are already starting to. Uh, and the NFL's starting to tank to get Trevor Lawrence in two years now. There. Do you uh, do you want to call out any of those teams specifically by name? Well, I think he needs to start just looking at real estate in Miami. Okay. <laughs> I think that that not Denver. I would love for Trevor Lawrence to be in Denver, but I th- I don't think John Elway would uh, go after him. I think John Elway would go after a a different kind of quarterback who he thinks is the dark horse, but actually gets cut within two years <laughs> what a shock paxton lynch <laughs> i think i don't i don't think we gave paxton lynch enough of a chance he should still be in the league <laughs> just kidding he was yeah. the worst quarterback <laughs> <laughs> worst quarterback ever <laughs> i wish i got a paxton lynch jersey for his little tenure here in denver just as like a joke uh, yeah i mean it would have been cool too he had a good mustache, kind of like Gardner. Yeah. Who's your favorite Broncos player? Um, Phil. Philip Lindsay, of course. Okay. Oh, yeah. That, yeah duh. Why did yeah. I ask that? That's a dumb question. <laughs> but uh, he hasn't had – I mean, the whole team hasn't had that good of a year. He had a good week last week in uh, at Lambeau, but his line's not giving him enough, I think, and they're not getting him enough room and space to get outside. But – other than that, I I mean, Bradley Chubb just tore his ACL. That, that, that came know, out today. So sad. And that's just going to ruin a lot of things. He played the whole fourth quarter, I think, on that torn torn ACL. Because he got hurt. I have got no hurt. idea how people can do that. I have no that. idea. Because he got hurt and limped off the field. And then they said his questionable return. And then two plays later, he was in. And then after the game, they came out, they tore it. So I don't know how you do that, but... I mean, even being in shock, which you are after any sort of an injury, like, I still don't understand how you could put weight on it, let alone 
like be running around like yeah. that it's crazy wait on it's not the like hard thing so like I tore my ACL playing soccer and okay. it wasn't like like running was fine um it was the like jumping and like moving in a way that is not just like backwards and forwards yeah like laterally yes yeah. like that was a challenge and then my like knee would buckle yeah, out so. huh I guess I've never never torn any muscles before only broken bones which definitely you yeah, you're not playing don't want to put weight on <laughs> so as no. I mean, <laughs> as much as I hate to harp on the Broncos more that injury is just gonna deplete that defense even more especially the run defense giving up over 200 yards to uh to Fournette yesterday and so there there's a good stat out there that in the last three years four rushers have had over 200 yards and the Broncos have given up three of those four rushers have been against them yeah so yikes that's a good stat yeah absolutely so I mean and we don't have a team, an offense to keep up with that, so it'll be a long season. But yeah, I mean, some teams their offense is good enough that they can get some wins just from yeah, you know that even though they don't play defense basically. That's not gonna happen. But yeah, no. well, hopefully the buff season is magical, and that Absolutely. makes up for the Broncos season. We'd love to have some late November ma- magic again at Folsom. Yes, that would be great. to bring back and then ride that momentum for the next few years with Mel. Yeah, with Mel dropping some bags, probably. Bags. Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly, sorry. (laughs) Um, We're also very excited for CU basketball. True, true. Preseason top 25. Yeah, that's awesome. Get on board with that. It should be a fun season. Yeah, really like that team, too. Seems like they've got. Good thing going They're on. starting the season out in uh, China this year. On, oh, wow. On November 8th, they're going to play Arizona State in China. So it's a Pac-12 game to start the season, which is pretty crazy. It's The Pac-12 is trying to do like the whole initiative over there. CU Basketball is going to play at Kansas this year, which should be a blast. Um, middle of December, they'll last one of the last games before they start Pac-12 play to renew that Big 12 rivalry that is in the past. So that'll be fun to go to Allen Fieldhouse and try to still win there. And then they're going to China? Yeah, they are going to China. They're to start the season on November 8th. They're playing Arizona State out in China. I don't know exactly where. <laughs> uh, shame, maybe. It's a, it's a it's a big country. What do um, you but, what do you think the odds are that uh, CU beats Kansas? You got to call it I, now because we I might actually, come back to this later. I think that I'd call an upset right now. Okay. Not season, first practice was two days ago. I'm calling an upset in Lawrence this year. Um, and, yeah, I, I'm calling it now. CU, CU basketball is beating Kansas in Lawrence on, what day? Saturday, December, December 7th at 5 p.m. 5 p.m. calling it now. Absolutely. Um, I'm assuming that game has already been decided as nationally televised. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. I think that's either a CBS or a, an ESPN game. So that'll be that'll be sweet. Great. Hopefully the Nuggets don't play that day. Also, <laughs> I'd be really sad if I couldn't that'll, watch that game. That'll, yeah. Oh but, uh, nope. Great. My calendar is clear. <laughs> there we go. We're having a watch party. Yep. 
Um, all right. So you're calling the upset. Yeah, absolutely. What do you think they're going to finish the season in terms of rankings? Do you, do you think they'll be ranked at the end of the year? If so, what? I think CU football or CU basketball, excuse me, will be ranked at the end of the year. I think that, um, the PAC 12 is going to be strong in basketball this year, but this is going to be one of our best teams. I'd say in the past four or five years, um, I'd say we finish in the, I wouldn't say top 15, I'd say around like the, you know, like 17 or 18 mark. Okay. I think getting a, getting a decent seed in the tournament, because we haven't been in the tournament for a while now. So this is the year to, to turn it on and do something in March. Yeah. I was uh, talking to my brother because we always have talked about doing like a family trip to um, just like go to a couple rounds of the tournament and um, they're hosting the West Regional in Denver. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 21, I think. There you go. Yeah. And so I was like, um, we're going, whatever. And I sent him a screenshot and he's like, oh, West Regional. I better start saving my money. (laughs) I'm like, you're an an engineer. You don't need to save your money. You're fine. You don't work in sports. Exactly. (laughs) So uh, do you have any intel on any close scrimmages that CU basketball is going to be participating in? Oh man, there is one coming up actually. Yeah. I think in the uh beginning of October here in the next week or so, they're hopes they're hosting an open practice and an open scrimmage to start the season. But um I don't know about I don't know about any of those. You know how like last year ones. Yeah, last year, um what team came in here? It was so random. I was in the event center and I thought they had like a practice or something and then it was like I think it was like Dayton or something was just in yeah was just practice was like scrimmaging them and nobody knew that they were here or anything and I was yeah. weirded out because there's a bunch of taller dudes than me walking in different colors than I'm normally accustomed to <laughs> yeah and it's not a game so you're like what's going on yep um I just thought of that because over the weekend someone like sent me a message on hinge and they went to Michigan State and their opener was um, something about how Gonzaga is having a close scrimmage against Michigan State in Denver. In Denver? Like, in the coming weeks. What? Yeah. <laughs> I was random. like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That doesn't really huh. make sense to me, but whatever. Yeah. So that's kind of what made me think of that. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's like, really, it's interesting to know what what teams are scrimmaging against each other and close it's also also a weird message for uh someone to send you on hinge yeah a weird pickup but uh that's i was like i mean <laughs> if, it, if it works I guess, it works like, <laughs> it didn't though <laughs> yeah he was a like financial analyst or something and i was like i don't need Finan- someone to financial- tell me how to use my money <laughs> financial analyst if you're listening yeah Work work on it, bro. <laughs> like I probably need financial advice, but I don't want it. It's because you work in sports. Definitely not from someone I'm dating. So <laughs> it's gonna be a no for me, dog. Oh, <laughs> harsh. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Anything else? Any other thoughts on Colorado sports or? Sports in general. Um, Av season starts on Thursday. That'll be fun. Yeah, 
It sure does. You <laughs> You're going to be working the game. I don't know if you know about it yet. I'm there. I'm all there. Okay. Great. <laughs> We're going to sell a bunch of stuff to of old players to people who the, want it, which I don't understand. The, the intern the intern will be out in yeah. full force. Great. So if you're at the Avs game, go look for Adam. Go give him a high five and tell him he's doing a good job and he gets intern just, of the yeah, year. Just ask around and say, hey, yes. where's that intern? And they'll be like, oh, you're talking about Adam? Because that's my <laughs> title. We got you. Yeah, and buy some yeah, Avs stuff I, for charity. A high five, a high five would charity. be appreciated. Sounds Let me know. great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Maybe uh maybe you'll see some of oh, your Argus friends yeah. from CU. Emily and I that happened we to do us. We really enjoy the company game. Argus. I hope none of them are listening. Um, but if they are, they really need a better training program. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, I someone from Argus did make me cry once. So yeah. There yeah, you go. Some of them are very friendly people, but I guess everything's a mixed bag, but <laughs> all right, we'll let you go and get back to all your important schoolwork that you have to do. Yep, that's 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 what I got to do. Yep, school. Nose and books. <laughs> Nose and books all Monday night, twenty four seven. Yep, on that grind. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, we'll talk to you later. All right, see you guys. Bye. So, what wine are you drinking this week? Um, I'm still on my. Um, work supply from that I got from work as thank you for working a lot of hours the past couple weeks. So I know you're a big Chardonnay fan. Yes. So I'm saving a bottle for next time you come visit. Um, Bless you. <laughs> it's like I looked it up. Also, there's an app called Vivino, V-I-V-I-N-O, that is really helpful. Basically, you can like take a picture of any wine labels to say you're at a friend's house and like they have wine and you're like oh this is really good i want to buy this for myself sometime you just take a open the app take a picture of the wine bottle and it'll tell you like the price the tasting notes the ratings where you can buy it um and it like saves it into your profile um so anyways this bottle of wine is worth like 55 bucks whoa so um yeah i will never buy wine that expensive for myself in my life probably um but it's really delicious, and I don't usually like Chardonnays, so that's – next week, I'm sure I'll be back on that Boda Box stuff. No judgment. We're no. here for it. <laughs> Have you uh, – I know you're not a big red person, but you do like some red blends. I do. So have you made the switch yet from whites to reds for the season? Not yet. Um, Same. Yeah, it's – it's still summer. It's too hot. Yeah. It's 85 degrees. I can't drink red wine. <laughs> it's it's like 90 here and real humid. So I'm not trying to drink anything super heavy. Um, Like I'm the wine I'm drinking this week. I went local because nice. that's, you know, I'm hipster trash. And I'm always like, is this locally sourced? <laughs> <laughs> so um, outside of Austin, there is this town called Fredericksburg. And there are a lot of like wineries and vineyards around there. So I picked up a bottle of wine from Becker Vineyards um, because I had gone to the vineyard a couple years ago, but I was at the store and I was like, ah, I know I like this brand and I know I like a good Riesling. So that's what I'm drinking. It's very nice. 
Very nice. Um, besides that local winery that you just wonderfully plugged in Austin, <laughs> um, do you have any personal plugs this week? Um, always go check Tailgate Society for um, articles. We're putting out stuff every week. Um, pretty much every day there's content. And then pretty much every day there's a podcast you can listen to. So if you're wanting to listen to something about baseball, we got you. Um, if you're wanting to listen to something about politics, we got you. If you're wanting to listen to sports, specifically the um, Iowa Hawkeyes, we got you. So the podcast that you should just like add to your everyday listening are Crossing the Aisle, Drunk Dialing, Matinee Baseball, um, and Stuff and Things. So get on that. You can find all of those on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, and um, Google Podcasts. Do you have any um, plugs, Emily Drenka? Um, follow Sports and Quirks on Twitter. That's my main one. It's at Sports Quirks. Um, we started tweeting a lot more over the past week. Um, and it's just mostly funny stuff and then yes. some you know, funny sports stuff. Um, or dating, or just pop culture kind of things. Um, and then, um, what else? I just lost my train of thought. Um, anyways, we have some random new followers <laughs> that are Iowa State fans, so that's kind of cool. Um, yes. Yeah, so we'll be putting out more content on there, so definitely go give us a follow. Um, and then, I guess that's it for this week, yeah. Yeah. Give a bigger than sports moment. Um, yeah, it was actually something that you sent to my brother and I that I was like, this is so, I mean, it was like bittersweet, but um, just a really cool story. Uh, so this kid walked on to Minnesota's football team and he had battled, um, I think it was leukemia in high school, um, some form of cancer. And He's beaten it now four times, and um, Minnesota was the only school who would medically clear him to be a walk-on. Um, and he walked on there. He has not actually played a down yet. Um, he's the placeholder for third-string placeholder for them, I think. But what I thought was really nice was how he goes and visits the hospital. Um, he visits the children's hospital there, and. Um, there was this portion of the interview that ESPN did where they were asking him about all these bracelets that he had on his wrist, like those rubber kind of ones. Mm-hmm. And um, he said, like, one of, you know, they're ki- from kids I befriended in the hospital who had, like, these bracelets that, you know, their family members would wear or whatever as a support thing. And then the interviewer asked him, are all those kids still, like, with us, basically? And he was like no and it was he just got really sad and um but he says whenever he you know is playing football he's always like thinking of them representing them and you know thinking about how lucky he is to be where he is um and just kind of like living out his dreams for all the people who weren't able to live out there as that he's met so it was just a really well done piece by ESPN and um a really good mix of like um, sweet, you know, but also sad and just kind of how sports can bring that all together. So good job finding that. <laughs> yeah, it was a really, it's a nice story. And like, 
I was happy to see that like game day kind of highlighted it. So it was, it's definitely bigger than sports. Yeah. Overcoming obstacles. Think about that when, and I will think about that when there's little things going wrong in your day to day and you're like, this really isn't that big of a deal at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. It's a good reminder. So it is. it is. And on that note, do you have anything else? I don't. Just send us your bigger than sports stories. Please do. DM them to us um, on Twitter at Sports Corks, or you can email them to us as well. Yeah, we will. We're happy happy to take them. Um, we, I think that's my favorite part of this is like the bigger than sports moment because it just shows, like, in this spe- specific instance, like overcoming but still like definitely being involved um, with community in a way that like yeah it's through sports but um it's definitely bigger than that yeah for sure that's why we love sports it's true speaking of loving sports (laughs) we'll be um releasing a bonus episode soon about the dennis rodman 30 for 30 which also has a lot of interesting things about sports and just um some of the good things and not so good things about, you know, being a professional athlete. And um, it was just a really well done documentary and there's a lot to unpack there. So we figured we'd make it a separate episode. So yeah. if that's something that interests you, be on the lookout for that. Should be coming out in the next week or so. Yeah. So. Thank you all for listening and we will talk to you next week. Talk to you later. Go Nuggets. <laughs> Emily and Emily. Sports and courts!